Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. Jaws 3D happened, Dave, because that muscle man, he didn't lock the sluice completely, and the shark right. got in. What an asshole. Yeah, well, his mus- he, he wasn't muscly enough to, to, he couldn't flex through the shark's bite, unfortunately. He paid the price, right? The he ultimate did. price? The ultimate price, yeah. To have his leg in 3D? His, <laughs> it's, I think it's his arm. I think it's oh. his arm. You're right. I think you're right. I and think I'm thinking of Jaws One, the leg. Isn't the leg in Jaws the legs One? Legs in Jaws One, yeah. Yeah. To this day, a very convincing looking fake leg. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Less Gor- so. Gorgeous for the arm. leg. Gorgeous leg. <laughs> the three D <3D> arm. <laughs> oh, I want to watch Jaws three D now more than anything. <laughs> what a great movie. Ah oh, man. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a trading card or something. It looks like <laughs> Yes. God. God damn it. What a great idea they had. What a perfect use of 3D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jaws. He's popping right at. Like, you look at that first Jaws, and you're like, you know what would make this better? A third dimension. Yeah. If he was busting right out of the screen right at us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We needed that. We really did as a country. Mm-hmm. And we got it. Yeah. It really, yeah. yeah. It, it, um, it helped us. It helped us. It sure did. It, it 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 came out the year I was born. I like to think there's some significance there. Yeah, I think so. It helped us you, heal, yeah. Dave, after after Vietnam. Mm-hmm. All those things. Thank goodness for for Jaws. For Jaws 3D. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Um. <clears throat> welcome to the episode of Hype. We're sick. We're sick. But welcome to the episode of Hype Hypecast. Sure, we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host David Bell. Yeah, um, we were at a wedding this mm-hmm. last weekend, mm-hmm. and it turns out when you're like 40, <clears throat> just like gathering together in an excited way, uh, even if it's just sitting, exhausting, takes a lot out of you. Exhausting. Yeah. yeah so we're like, I would call it good sick, which is like, you know, you know, I'm definitely sick. Like the last few days, I thought I had COVID. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least the tests are saying I didn't, but it's that level. I feel better today. Um, if I didn't, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but I am at risk of losing my voice. Point is that it's still like a a sick from a good event, you know. Uh, partied out. We're partied out. All all tuckered out is what we are. Mm-hmm. That is a real bummer, here. though. Just like 
just the the act of being in a group yeah just drained me like i think it's also dracula it probably is pandemic like just uh, no i guess that's a myth right that like our um immune systems change i hear that's a myth oh i don't know i don't know either i don't know what the word is on that i don't know point is that we had a great time we good wedding uh paid the ultimate price Mm -hmm. for being happy you know for a few days <laughs> yeah yeah so that was i, I paid my ultimate pri- price was uh, uh 12 12 hours of air travel immediately yes. after it. <laughs> yeah oh my god uh, uh, what <sighs> is the deal with airlines i don't know yeah, man. It, uh, they, they just get worse <laughs> they really do it's late stage, ca- stage capitalism it's what every company or every like yeah it's it's the it's the end result of uh, you know unchecked i guess growth and just no regulation uh whatsoever uh that's that's what we get we get airlines yeah so it's just awful you know think about that it's just awful i think i'd be more comfortable uh traveling uh to california via catapult yeah Ooh, that'd be fun i have way more leg room oh yeah and you can pretend to be a bird mm-hmm Unlike a plane, you can't really pretend to be a bird in a plane. You really can't. You really can. You can only pretend to be a bird Ironically, that's on a plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can pretend to be a bird that's trapped on a plane. Yeah, exactly. Which no one appreciates if you do that. If you really method that. Mm-hmm. No, I've tried I, crowd surfing over a plane in a plane before. Mm-hmm. People are you know really am, into it. Yeah, you know what I am hyped about. I'm hyped about trailers and producers, Tom. I really am. Let's get started. Desp- despite the tone in my voice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am hyped. I, I, I think we got some fun shit, some real fun shit for you. Yeah. And some producers that we're going to thank. So, big thank you to the lubed up ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe. Deck the halls with blood. Oh, no. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Barry Tumath. Wants you to go to the gym and drink water. Oh, and Scott's life. Love y'all. Pick it up. Pick it up uh, pick water it up. is great. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, let me swoop in here uh, like a man launched from yeah. a catapult. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Mm. Thank you to Brian who Tom knows. Yes. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. He does. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Mm, thank you to Davey, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank you. And thank you to David Knife Boot Henson. Knife Boot. Knife Boot. Knife in the boot. We don't have a guest, by the way. No, we don't. Listen, <laughs> all the people we would have had of guests were like Everybody's also tired. at the wedding. Everybody's tired. <laughs> Don't be a surprise if you get a bunch of tired podcasts from this like particular X cracked group. Just throwing yeah, that out there. Just, just uh, leaving that out on the table. Speaking of air travel and how it sucks, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first trailer, beautiful segue. is about air travel. It's called Hijack. It's like it's you Idris album. It's like you organized the trailers in this doc uh, because you knew that we would begin by talking about the trip we just took. Right. I didn't, but it is like that. It's like that, though. You could yeah. have said that you did it, and I and our listeners would have believed it for the rest of time. Right. Uh, this is Apple TV. Idris Elba is uh, British. 
Yes. And he's on a plane mm-hmm. and on he a British plane might that's going to crash badass? into British British. Yeah. That's they're the name getting of the hijacked. It seems like he's an everyman. It's hard to tell. He's a little Harrison Fordy. You know what I mean? Well, no, like no, no. Harrison well, they say Ford at action. One point, at one point, they say he's like a negotiator. Oh, okay. So he's not like action man. He's like a negotiator like in the movie, The Negotiator. Yes, I assume. I mean, we yeah. the, the, the movie may reveal that he like negotiates... Uh, big money deals or something, but like right. that's that's the all we get from the trailer. So yeah, it's this British ass plane gets hijacked by some bad guys, um, and they've got like seven hours. And uh, Idris is is a uh, uh, get get getting the uh, the whole the whole pass all the passengers together to to rise up against the bad guys is what right. it looks like. This is um. <clears throat> one of those examples of like this should have been in theaters in the 90s it would be in theaters you this know this is a 90s ass movie for sure which is yeah. why i am going to watch it a hundred percent yeah i'm absolutely. very excited because it's one of those where it's like it feels like to get something made it has to be this wild original idea or based off an, on an existing property rarely do we get films like this where the plot is just like you know it's like a hijacking story yeah what's what's the twist Oh, we get someone famous to be in it. That's the twist. Yeah. We get a famous guy in it, and then we got a movie, and that's what we got here. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah, Some, sometimes it's just a story. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. need to be a big, huge thing. This doesn't have to like exist in his sometimes brain. Sometimes it's or, just like... Passenger Fifty Seven. Yeah, and not enough is it that. So it's nice to see that. That's true. Yeah, we case. only get a we only get a Passenger Fifty Seven once every couple of years. It's like that exactly. one, and like Executive Decision. And like turbulence, but that one's bad. It's not right. a lot. There's not a lot out there. And and plane, a movie that promised to be that, and uh, wasn't. Plane wasn't that. I no, mean, I, the trailers kind the of inciting, revealed that. Right. The inciting incident is the plane crashes. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Maybe I, I need to watch it. that alone. Uh, that movie was dull. I thought that movie was dull. I I really sure. I don't know something about. I I don't know. I wished more of plane. But this looks like, I don't know, this looks kind of cool because it feels like the people in it aren't, it's not Liam Neeson, right? Uh, they don't know how to fight necessarily. They show like a flight attendant or someone like wrapping a seatbelt around their fist. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And like a whole bunch of people like uh, grabbing one of the guys and trying to take his gun away. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're doing like a cool, like almost great escape kind of thing where they have to be yeah. real sneaky about communicating to each other. So they're they're The trailer shows kind of like a montage of the different clever ways they're passing messages through the cabin, which is cool. I, right. I, I like that idea. That Yeah. It seems like that's the twist. Right. The twist is <clears throat> what if they weren't badass right. and they had to like just figure it out um, and be clever. Uh, and that I don't know. That's really cool. Yeah, this it's looks just really fucking yeah. solid. Yeah. I don't really have anything else to say about it because um it's just like nice. It's 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 you know, Goldilocks. It's just right. It's mm-hmm. like I love it. Um not, I would I you would know. steal this movie from a bear's house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Be, you don't want a bear watching this movie, honestly. Nah, I don't want them to know we can fly. Them ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, don't. Nobody tell bears we can fly. Let's yeah. just make that a rule. Um, it's the last thing we need is for them to figure it out. And we got yeah. flying bears. Well, speaking of big, furry, speaking muscular of chimeras. Things, yeah. 
Skull Island is this next one. This is a Netflix cartoon. Yeah. <clears throat> it is a series, right, Tom? Am I I'm actually not that? sure. I, um, I'm not sure. I think it is. Okay. Uh, cause I'm, pretty, the, I'm pretty sure it is. The vibe I got was like, you know, Batman, the animated series, or G.I. Joe, or X-Men, where it feels like a very serious cartoon for kids. Uh, and I hadn't thought about that, but, like, that should still exist. Like, yeah. why would that go away? You know? what, I, what this trailer gave me, you know, and it's just, uh, there's a, a team of people, it, it does look very G.I. Joe-ish, and that there's a team of good guys and a team of bad guys, and they're all doing battle on Skull Island, so there's also monsters to contend with. But also, yeah. like, intense violence. Not, like, not like yeah. bloody, but, like, we see this octopus crush this helicopter and rip it in half and in, in, in right. front of these horrified people. Um, Which, again, feels like it's on that level, right? Yeah. Where so it's like... The vibe I got was actually Johnny Quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Johnny, Johnny Quest, Quest is a good one, yeah. Had, had a bit of an edge to it because, like, sometimes the bad guys would get smoked. Uh, right. In, in unpleasant ways. <laughs> so... Right. Sometimes very very Indiana just... Jones ways. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, like this is one of those things where it's like I'm probably never going to watch this because no, yeah, why would I? Be- but like, it, it, I'm glad it yeah, exists. It, it's weird. It almost goes with that saying where it's just like, yeah, it's just not. I would watch it. Like if I had free time, I just don't have. You know, I'm I'm fitting in what I can when I can. But yeah, point is, is that <laughs> this looks solid, especially if you're like I don't know, sixth grader. Is this like a sixth grader? I don't know, man. It's hard for me to gauge what age level anything is aiming for. Right. I think that that there's sort of that feeling of like they want to make it for a lot of a broad age group. Right. But I'm glad it seems like an adventure cartoon for older kids. Yeah. But it does feel like it's for yeah a specific demographic of like older children. Mm. Um, And I don't know. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, I hope it creates new nostalgia. It does look pretty rad. I hope someone like re-edits it on the internet to make them say funny things in 20 years, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, I just now realized I've been waiting my whole life to see King Kong say pork chop sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. King Kong <laughs> is perfect for that. <laughs> Are we getting more King Kong stuff? I don't know. Oh, the Yes. There's huh. there, um, And I'm pretty sure it's Wingard, too, is doing the next one. Wow. Um, okay. I, th- I think that's his next movie. Like, I think they're just having him go right from Godzilla versus Kong to whatever the next one of those monster movies wow. is, which I can't remember what it is. I don't know. I guess get paid. I kind of, I, it's been enough time that I will rewatch that movie and enjoy it. I think. Yeah. It's um, pretty fun. What it is. It's pretty fun. Yeah. That's one of those movies that's like time helps for me where it's like going out of my way to see it in a theater. I'm like, Oh, this is exhausting. But, like, watching that on streaming, that's a good stream watch. Like, I hope that's on playing on TNT. You know what I mean? Like, that's a TNT movie. Oh, yeah. That's a great, um, like, that's a great hotel movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Absolutely. Godzilla vs. Kong is on. All right. I know what I'm doing for two more hours. Exactly. Two more hours to watch the last half of this. Yeah. My yeah. God. <laughs> I wa- we've I watched, been spending time Bri- in a hotel recently we have i watched bridesmaids in the hotel and it took three and a half hours mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, it was you on, really like, want to make a meal of that tnt you know? or something yeah but yeah this uh, i don't know this looks good i don't know sure. who's involved in it i don't know anything about it I other than yeah, this trailer i hadn't heard anything really about this until the trailer came out yeah you know what else looks good the color purple i guess oh, yeah. the original but also 
this uh this next trailer uh first of all the trailer is good this trailer is good i think it's a very good trailer um it's a musical that's the twist and they almost like do a slow burn reveal that it's a musical it feels like Mm -hmm. did you get that a little bit like they were kind of building to it Um, right because they're like listen you've seen the color purple but have you seen a musical version that's what it felt like in the trailer. A little bit, um, which it's not that wild because there's, I haven't seen it in a while. We haven't gotten to it on Spielboys yet, but in my memory, there's a, quite a bit of music in the color purple. Right. So it's not like <laughs> out of the, out of nowhere that they no. decide to do that. I actually, for a second was like, wait, was it not a musical? <laughs> I guess it wasn't. <laughs> no, like, it wasn't. I, I didn't, I've only seen it a few times and it's been a while. Yeah. It's a great movie. And honestly, this looks really fucking good. Um, yes. Yeah. This does look good. It looks like so many good performances, um, Oscar-worthy shit, you know. Um, I can see this being an Oscar film mm-hmm. just from this one trailer. Uh, this is one of those movies where it, it's weird because it's like, it it never belonged to Spielberg, The Color Purple, Oh, right? no. Well, it's based so, on a novel, too. So. You're right. Exactly. So it's one of those things where it's like, it doesn't feel at all weird to remake it and in fact it's good to remake it um it's just weird to think that about spielberg because he makes such fucking good movies sure um but like but yeah again it didn't really belong to him it's not his story no 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 no. and so like this is this is one like that i kind of am like why not do one of these every 20 years like would that be weird i don't think so because a lot of like classic novels get readapted you know right sep- and it ca- like little women it, it feels like it like, it feels yeah, like it should like be treated once a generation sort of almost yeah. yeah it should be treated almost like a musical like we re- constantly remake musicals and plays too oh, yeah yeah for sure uh so it's it's interesting that it's like you know jaws was also a novel but i don't want to see a new jaws every 20 years nobody wants um, to see a new jaws yeah <laughs> This is yeah. This is good. I, I'm I'm excited, yeah. and I hope I get to watch this. Man, that's um, a good movie. I'm not, now I'm just sitting there thinking about the the cover. Like, man, that's yeah. a really good movie. <laughs> it's a very good movie. I saw that. Uh, I Spielberg's I, very good. I, I remember I saw it for the first time in middle school, and it like blew my entire mind away. Oh yeah, like it really. Yeah. Like, I for for like a solid week, I was like, that's the most just. I don't know. I just thought it was like the most significant really movie I'd ever seen. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is significant. Um, uh, so I'm gl- like, the weird thing is the movie also feels like it's been lost to time a little. Like kind people of, don't well, talk it, about the color purple. I yeah. mean, why would they? It's, why it's would ki- they? It's certainly among like Spielberg's movies specifically. It doesn't really get mentioned that often. Right. It's and weird, I don't, like, I th- it wasn't a financial success, I don't believe. Right. And when people talk about like serious Spielberg, Shawshank, or not Shawshank, um, fucking Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. S words comes up, you know, like it's overshadowed by other movies, I feel like that he's done. Uh, whereas like, it's a really fucking good movie that, I, yeah, I just feel like we don't think about. Yeah, that it was often. a solid. He had a solid string there with this, uh, with Color Purple and then Empire of the Sun. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Good director. Wrong podcast. Wrong podcast. But you yeah, are not this, a spiel I, boy. 
much like hijack i have very little to say about this only in the sense that it's like yeah i mean yeah, it looks good let's move on it looks very good uh let's move on to uh main event the miracle club oh my this goodness. is got this you, is you got, picked you picked the tiniest british dramedy <laughs> to put <yeah>. on <laughs> listen it's got who's it got in it it's got maggie some, smith maggie Kathy smith Bates, laura yep. lenny yeah Kathy Bates it, is doing a voice. Yeah, it's one of those, it. folks. It's it's set in a northern England um, town, I believe, mm-hmm. and they're they're just, just so the, quaint the and quirky. Tiniest little village. It's man, you can picture it exactly. Like I, <laughs> I wrote it, it, I wrote in the notes that it had real the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain yeah. vibes. If you guys are yeah. old enough to remember that movie. I want it. This is the movie you do like a goof. Well, yeah, I've seen that. That has um, Cole Meany in it, Tom. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. We all know that movie. I'm just saying after but, like, um, like four, <laughs> I think it was Four Weddings and a Funeral. Uh, like when, when Hugh Grant blew up in the mid 90s, there there came this this wave of uh, of quaint British. Yes. Comedies, dramas uh, along with him. And this is one. I don't even really know what this is about. It's, it's hard just to like, tell. It's like these it's these women are involved in a women. singing competition, I and then know. one of their uh, estranged. It doesn't seem like she's Maggie Smith's daughter. She might be like her here's niece my or something. Thought. Yeah, here's my thought. Anyway, I th- I think the idea is that um, <clears throat> Laura Linney's mother died, and I think these are going to be like the friends of her mother. And she's like joining their little club. That's my guess. That's what it looks but, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's very like it reminds me um, in Massachusetts, there's Shelburne Falls, which has been in like multiple fucking movies and TV shows in the last few years playing like, you know, every town USA, like these quaint towns. And when I visit there, it's all the people like there's like an antique shop and the guy I went in there and the guy's like, I don't make my money from antiques anymore. I just appear and have my shop appear in movies now like that's all this place does um and it reminds me of that yeah and it and this reminds me of like there's got to be northern england towns that are just like yeah we just here we keep it clean and pristine because people film right uh, there's got to be british indie films up here and we got to keep it like this like northford hamletshire or something that's like their entire uh economy is based on appearing in, in quaint british comedies right. you know there's like folksy old shopkeepers who are just yeah. like they know how to hit a mark at this point they don't give a shit um it's yeah just, just it's little a, villages full of like coen brothers characters right you just know how to negotiate contracts with studios but yeah this uh i, I mean this looks fine i want to go to it and be like really fucking revved up for it you know, like yeah. dress up like the characters and like nah, this. I mean, this. Yeah, this. This was the kind of stuff that my mom would watch a right. lot. Well, that's that what it's for. Some of it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Some I mean, I'd watch this shit watch. too. But yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would too as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. But um, it is. Yeah. You, I think everybody without watching the trailer kind of knows what we're picturing here. You can, yeah. You can picture it exactly in your minds. Yeah, I will say it's it's one of those things. It's it's the all right. It's I I don't like gendering this stuff, but it's like the the woman equivalent of like a movie like Wild Hogs or something, where it's you get this group together and they're all like older actors and they do like like a little film like this. You know, like it feels like yeah, like eighty for Brady. Yeah, 
And honestly, whenever on both sides, whenever one of these movies gets made, oh, I look at everybody in it. Yeah. They're delightful, but also I always feel like they're kind of a waste of their time where I'm well, like, you can all be in better. Like, not again, better is the wrong word, but it's like this, this movie looks looks meatier than some of those. You know, it is. Like it th- is. This it, looks this looks more substance substantive yes. than wild hogs. Right. That's true. I don't want to compare it. But you know, what I mean, where it still feels like. And I, it's not a waste of time. And in fact, they're pretty good movies, but they also feel like the actors are taking a little break whenever they do it, where they're like, okay, yeah, I got this. I can just bring my clothes from home. Yeah. I don't have to sit on a green just do a screen. Fun one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and I don't know. It, it, it still looks very good. It, yeah, it's definitely not Wild Hogs. At, at least I don't think it could get end up being like Wild Hogs. There could be motorcycles in this. Well, yeah, it's true. We don't know. Or what if there are literal wild hogs? There could be both. Yeah. It is in the English countryside. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're up there. Wild hogs, I assume. That seems like a place they would be. Yeah. But uh the English yeah. countryside. Looks good. Um uh, next trailer? Yeah. Theater camp. This is also an indie little little quirky indie film this... about a theater camp. Yeah. Uh, and it's clearly by someone who knows, you know, <laughs> yeah, about who is, theater a, it's, it's just, it's got Ben Platt in it. He's the only person I recognized, but it's a camp specifically for kids to get them into the dramatic arts. And it's just every counselor is a fucking maniac. It looks really funny. Yeah. It really does. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it reminded me of, it reminded me a little bit of Saved, at least the tone of it. Yeah, Where I can like, see that. It, it's 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 clearly like you just said. It's it's a it's a satire of like the theater community or like theater kids, but it was clearly written by somebody who was a theater kid. Yeah, I uh, I went to a performance arts charter charter high school, and watching this trailer, all I thought was like, "Yep, yeah, <laughs> that's that. Yep, that's my high school. <laughs> that's what it was." You know, like <laughs> it was definitely these like it was definitely this the teachers who are like, I don't think you're supposed to be a teacher a lot of that vibe of a lot of like weird weirdos teachers you know um uh a lot of like weird pressure uh neuroses this this like uh, yeah it, it's it's very much the vibe a lot of like doing sing-songy like um fucking um like announcements and like uh assemblies and shit like everything was a fucking performance you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh and it looks like it's that idea of the teachers putting all their insecurities on these kids Mm -hmm. uh and just being like it's a really good idea all the kids seem like they're just kids right Right. they just want to be in plays and sing songs and stuff and there's right there's one line that really (laughs) encapsulates it where the kids like saying this well i'm not having any fun or something and the the uh, counselor says this it's not supposed to be fun it's art Right. I also really felt when they're like casting and they're casting this little girl and they're like, she looks like she could play the prostitute, right? And then they're like, sorry, sorry, sex worker. And of course, it's like a horrifying thing. That is 100% again, like theater school. Like we did like, we did like, because it was a performance art school, we did everything. Like we did Joseph and the Amazing Tecrid Color Dreamcoat. We did Little Shop of Horrors. We did fucking like the Glass Menagerie and like um hamlet machine like weird fucking like and so like it would be these like teenagers doing these 
plays about like very adult shit that we couldn't even begin to comprehend. Um, and so I love that that's the feeling of this as well. Like where they're in the performance, they're like, there's like cocaine or something. Yeah. The they say, okay. And cue the cocaine. Yeah. It's perfect. Um, it, 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 this looks like a fucking a delight. It does. Um, it looks it really looks, funny. Yeah. It looks like it's not for everybody. Um, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, it kind of is. It just it, like, it, it's definitely like, it's definitely kind of like a niche idea, I guess. And, well, yeah, sure. For any movie like this, where it's a satire of a really specific um, community, I guess, or it, it, you get more out of it when you like, you get more out of this movie if you have done theater or performance art or anything, right? If or just know the type, yeah. Or if you've just been around that type, yeah. Yeah, looks like Amy Sedaris is also in it. So that's I oh, mean, of course, that makes yeah, that's gonna be that does. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh man, yeah, it, it it looks very funny. I'm I'm excited for this one, uh, theater camp. If the, this is one where it's like, I think it, it has enough views. This is one that if it didn't get a bunch of views, it'd be like a more hype. Oh yeah, it's got plenty of views. People are gonna be watching this. Good for them. Good. good for theater good for camp. Them. Yeah, we've we've done our part. The rest is up to them. Yep. Uh, this next one, Problemista? Yeah, Problemista. What a... Oh, yeah, I remember what this is. This is fucking wild looking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this looks like it's one. It's like heightened reality, but a regular story. Does that make sense? Where like mm-hmm. it's filmed in a very um, outlandish, quirky way. Yeah. <clears throat> but it is just about a... Uh, uh, an immigrant in New York who's trying to get his work visa by assisting an art world, like, like an artist, a weirdo artist. Uh, and if you need a weirdo artist, you need a uh, Tilda Swinton. You know, also Riz's in this. <laughs> you put Tilda Swinton in a pink wig. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got it. Now you've got a uh, Yeah. It, but it's shot in a way where it's like a very like, I don't know, internal ideas seem to be like filmed. Right. Like uh, we see a scene where he's in uh, the office waiting for his uh, meeting about his visa and he's watching other people who are ahead of him get their visas denied. And when it happens, they vanish and their paperwork just falls to the floor and nobody else reacts to it. And then it's because that's just like his internal thoughts that we're seeing. Yeah. Right. And it's perfect that nobody's reacting to these people just vanishing. Mm -hmm. Um, That is, that's the thing. It, It feels like it was made with a lot of, uh, care intent you know yeah intent um or like they show him navigating this like wild maze of offices to show the bureaucracy you know um, right and then it cuts immediately to them saying oh it's a maze it's a maze on purpose they do it so that you'll get tripped up and never get your find your way out and right. then we're seeing him climb through this impossible maze um it does look funny though i want to make make clear like it looks like yes. it's gonna be a funny movie <laughs> like yeah, it's uh, written and directed by the same person who also stars in it. So I'm guessing it's a very, um, they're from El Salvador. So I'm guessing it's a pretty personal story yeah. <laughs> um, done by a very creative person. Yeah, uh, it looks really so good. It's A24, you mm-hmm. know, as well. It's um, It's one where like the uniqueness of it really comes out in the trailer more than anything. Yeah, I was surprised. It, it, yeah, I was surprised it came across so clearly in the trailer. Right. Yeah, 
Yeah, where is... it's kind of a trailer that could have easily just looked kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they all they were a writer um, on SNL. Um, oh, okay. Oh yeah. man, I don't know this. Julio person. Torres. Um, yeah, so it will be funny, you know. Uh, so I I don't know. This just looks. This looks like the beginning of a very long career to me. Um, unless it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> unless it really sucks. Unless it's like upsettingly bad. Oh, you he's know? on Los of Spookies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it looks solid. Yeah, no, this movie looks really good. Yeah. That's goddamn. I have not much to say about any of these because we're just weirdly enough. We're all these are all like. I don't. I don't think there's a single. Now I'm looking at the 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 list here. I don't think there's a single trailer this week that I'm like, I hate this. I don't want to watch this. That's kind of cool. Yeah, not a bad, <laughs> not a bad. No, week not for, a bad uh, week at all. We're, 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 for for a week where we're sick with uh, the yeah. travel. Plague. I've also. I don't know if you've noticed this, Tom. I'm trying to make a note. Like for example, there was a new Barbie trailer, mm-hmm. but we've already talked about it twice. And I was like, well, I'm just going to say the same shit, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, I want to see it. It still looks good. No, That's I my take that. on Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm trying, I've am i been trying to do newer things um, to get us all hyped about new stuff. Like this next trailer, which is The Flood. <laughs> the Flood. <laughs> uh, is this Casper Van Dien? Is it, did I see? It is Casper Van Dien, but Dave... Did you notice that he doesn't speak in this trailer? <laughs> he doesn't so he's say barely a word. <laughs> it's, um, but he's the first build in the credits at the end of the trailer. Amazing. Um, this is... Um, this is... Um, how, how does one describe this? Alligators. Alligators. It's, it's, it's that other movie. It's uh, the Crawl. Crawl, yeah. Only... Um, a prison in a prison with less money yeah i was gonna say let's not call it a prison let's call it a um a local jail to be generous right it's like the Um, sheriff it's it's the 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 premise is is this small town sheriff and her deputy get a call like hey there's a bad storm so this bus of this prisoner transport has to make a stop off in your small town so can you put them up in your jail for the night um they're like sure the storm rages through the town floods and alligators happen yeah. And Casper Van Dien's um, there. He doesn't say anything in the trailer. He doesn't need to. Maybe he's with the alligators. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. I'm looking at this director. They don't make like knockoffs. They just make indie films that bite off a lot, perhaps more than they can chew. Oh, yeah. Um, this, this this looks bad, but it looks like my kind of bad. Like this is, yeah. this looks like schlock. Um, right. But it looks like schlock. schlock that's, yeah, it looks like schlock that's like, trying to be fun about it yeah um it it looks like you know silly uh it's it's like what was funny is i was thinking like if this was made in the 90s it would be one of the biggest movies (laughs) like this plot and honestly the even this level of effects would be like this is like it looks like a movie that could have just been made in the 90s like anaconda yeah um that would have been huge. This could have been Anaconda. And that's a good movie to compare it to because it kind of has that... I feel like it's like that level of B-movie. Right. They're not doing any... They're they're definitely not like revolutionizing the genre. Like this premise of like 
it's ghosts of mars right it's it's riddick yeah, it's the, the idea of like the, the prisoners and the, the prisoners guards have to yeah. team up yeah yeah but you know that's a good premise for sticking together something like this you know it seems like they got an easy set you know a, a jail you can basically just like take a warehouse and like hastily redress it i feel oh, like yeah, to no, make this, it look this, like a drill this, it's which i'm pretty sure that's what they're doing oh here. yeah this is supposed to be like a police station in missouri but it's definitely a bulgarian warehouse yes 100 <laughs> percent. that is 100 percent what it is yeah <laughs> it, it had those bars in it and the the the, pl- the like landlord was just like don't don't worry about the bars like, don't all worry right, about why I they're here. Just be glad that you don't have to pay to put bars in. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so it just looks like a solid, you know, it, it's a Friday night movie night yeah, movie, is, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, sure we're gonna, <laughs> how are we not going to watch this movie? Um, this movie was made for us to watch on Friday night. Right. The, mo- the worst thing this movie can be is boring, right? Yeah, like yes, that's how they yeah, that's fuck the, up this the movie. The only way this movie can fail is if it's boring. Right, and so just don't be boring. (laughs) You can say that about a lot of movies, I guess, but but that's the only expectation I have of this movie. So just don't be boring. Well, yeah, you can say that about a lot of movies, but like this movie, like I would say, Jurassic World, like Dominion, wasn't boring, but it was bad. So like you know, this can be as stupid as it wants to be. I guess is our what we're trying to say. Just keep us, you know, like keep us occupied. Um, yeah, I don't expect anything from this movie except for it to entertain me. Right. Similar things can be said about the next trailer, which yes. this trailer is a fucking enigma. This is a trailer where I'm like, I almost put this on movies that deserve more hype because I was just like, how does a movie like this exist? And we're not all talking about it. Um, right. This is Hidden Strike starring Jackie Chan and John Cena. Yes. Why isn't this why isn't this the biggest movie being made I don't right now? Know. Jackie Chan and John Cena are in a buddy action a, film. A buddy action comedy, and it looks great, Dave. Yep. About apparently this isn't the apocalypse. It's about an, uh, oil, the plot. an oil heist. Yeah. Two ex special forces sol- special forces soldiers must escort a group of civilians along Baghdad's highway of death to the safety of the green zone. The reason I say it's not an apocalypse film is because it's all CG and it looks like everything looks kind of like futuristic a little. Did you get that where it looked kind of Mad Maxi? A little bit. Yeah. There's some like war boy type people in, in dune buggies and shit. Right. Uh, But like my only guess is like, they're not in it for very long or something. I think like, how well, did... it's like an, it's an oil heist, right? So I just assume there's like the hijackers, they're stealing some oil rigs or something. And Jackie Chan and John Cena have to stop them. Right. I just don't understand how this couldn't again, how we aren't all talking about it. the budget is apparently 80 million according to IMTP. What did this slip <laughs> in from an alternate universe? Yeah. That's what it feels like. This feels like I like I, we accidentally got it online and I'm going to be assassinated by a different version of me. It, um, it's so weird. It, uh, Sylvester Stallone was apparently attached to it originally. Um, it's just in the Jackie Chan role, right? Yes. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, I I don't know what, I don't know what to think about this. It's the director of need for speed, which 
I, I guess isn't the best sign. Sure. Um, I mean, need for but, speed is fine. Yeah, it's it's not it's not bad. Let me look at this. Like, uh, let's see, how many people? All I need to know. All you need to know is that it's less. It's two hundred and fifty-five k views. That's too on this trip. It's not. It should that's be two hundred and fifty-five billion. Yeah, it's not a um. Like, if you watch the trailer, it's feel it looks like a B movie. Like, it doesn't look like it was sh- like made with eighty million. To be honest, <laughs> it looks like it looks like one of the Resident Evil sequels. Does that make sense in terms of like yeah. quality of effects? Um, so but I'm just tra- at a the trailer loss ends with them backflipping an oil rig on top of another oil tanker on top of another oil tanker. Yeah, no, it's going to be awesome. It looks, it, yeah, it looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Like this movie skateboards, Dave. Yes, this movie, uh, 100% skateboards. It fucks This movie skateboarding. has facial piercings. Yeah, and the, like the cool kind. Yeah. I am so fucking pumped for Hidden Strike. Yeah, I can't believe I hadn't heard of this movie at all. Right, like I, that's what it is, is like I should have seen this coming. I feel weird that I didn't see it coming. Oh, it does say in the trailer, in the near future. So it is in the near oh, future. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it says, in the near future, an oil war is about to explode, and only two men can stop it. And they're talking about John Cena and Jackie Chan. Unbelievably, they're talking about John Cena <laughs> and Jackie Chan. Improbably, they're talking about... They do like oh, a bit man. about seatbelts. They're made for each other. They are they made really for are. each other. They really are. They 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 are delightful in all the little exchanges we get to see in the trailer. Yeah, I'm oh I'm ready. My body is ready for this. Yes. When is it coming out? Uh, not soon enough. I need to inject it into my eyeballs. According to t- according to IMDb, the original title was Hidden Strike, but all in caps. I I don't I I don't know what to make of that. Um, <laughs> I can't I, I can't know. begin to decode that. I think it's just too awesome for IMDb. Yeah, I'm not seeing a, uh, let's see, release date. It's just saying 2023. So this year. Sometime in the next six months, baby. Fuck, I want to see this in on the big screen. Yeah. I want to see this on two big screens. Yeah, next to each other. I want them to One knock is only down like... the wall between two of the theaters and drag the two screens together and then yep. project it on those screens. And have one play like a slight second before the other, so it's like it's like three D, but for time. Mm-hmm. Time D. Uh, that's four D, Dave. That's the fourth dimension. That's the real fourth dimension right there. Mm-hmm. Fuck, man. Uh hidden strike. God, what a great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We got. This is hype. I'm gonna have to. Keep, I'm gonna have to rewatch Hidden Strike five times because I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep passing out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, holy shit! Hidden <laughs> strike, you fucking maniac. Um, well, one more trailer. Yes, this next trailer isn't a movie. I didn't realize that. Oh, but it's a show. It's a show, and I'm not. I'm not oh, mad. Wow. Okay, I'm not mad. I kind. I kind of want it to be a movie, or I wanted it to be, but I'm not mad. Because this is no. I'm a Virgo from the writer director of Sorry to Bother You, um, fucking Boots Riley. Sorry to Bother You, I fucking loved that movie. Yeah, I was doing backflips out of the theater after Sorry to Bother You. That movie yeah. is like truly, 
I, the only other, the only other person I've like... ever seen write movies like that is you, Dave. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> it, it it is so impossible to predict. It's so oh man, if you guys haven't watched, sorry to bother you. It's so good. Watch it's it. It's so good. It's yeah. It's one of those where it's like I don't want to say anything about it. If it you just, haven't watched it, just watch it. It keeps flipping things around in truly bananas ways. You just you cannot right. predict anything about that movie. It's so good. So imagine having like eight to ten episodes to do that is what i'm seeing from this because i'm a virgo the plot is just <laughs> this guy is really fucking big that's yeah, it he's, he's 13 feet tall yeah he's 13 feet tall and i think they're going around this idea of like there's this other guy who wants to be like a superhero who's yeah. gonna try to like beat him up who's clearly the villain yeah and who is that man He's Walton Goggins. It's Walton Goggins. In a jetpack yes. with flowing blonde hair, like yeah. long blonde locks. <laughs> what the fuck? So I think the idea and a is Cyclops like Cyclops visor. Yeah, they sort of say it to him at one point. They say like you're a 13 foot tall black man, everybody's scared of you. Yeah. Um and that's the idea is like I think it's about someone who people are just like I don't want to say naturally scared of because it's not natural. You know, I mean, it's it's because of society. Um, it's just right, someone who prejudice. scares people. Prejudice, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a similar idea in, in Sorry to Bother You. Right. Like, the beauty of, like, Sorry to Bother You was that there was definitely, like, you know, a lot of, you know, social commentary. Social commentary and satire. But, and... Satire, but it was also just fucking outrageous. It's, it's kind of, in terms of a, an accomplishment, I put it with everything everywhere all at once, where it's yes. like... That idea of making something just fucking butt fucking wild uh, that also manages to like do something emotional or like um, yeah, uh, it's impressive and it's commentary where you're like, how did you? How do, I don't you you shouldn't I, you shouldn't be allowed to make me cry while also making a fight scene where people have awards stuck in their asses that yeah. shouldn't be allowed like right. it's that idea where it's uh, i think you are uh, sorry to bother you is um it's, it's kind of that similar vibe where yeah, you're like i can't believe he accomplished all this in a movie it's like surreal and also just like bonkers comedy but then also profound and also there's yeah. emotion like emotional depth to it like all of that stuff like right yeah that's a great comparison so um, this is like yeah. i don't know man this is a uh, pretty fucking exciting because this also snuck up on me and after watching sorry to bother you i kept thinking like i can't fucking wait you know to see what he does next yeah I this just, is coming I, out in june it's i love how bold the the weirdness of his projects have been yeah. Where it's just like, just be right out of the gate with like, I have my protagonist just 13 feet tall. That, yeah. And that's where we're going to start. It's like, man. It's a great idea. It's, <laughs> it's a great so, it's idea. It's so good. Like, man, um, I will watch anything this person does. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. This is... Um, like, it's so, uh, again, it's long so creative and so just... I, I, I love just how unlike anything else... You know what it reminds um, me of stuff is been. like, it, it's got that, it, it's, it's just nice to see another kind of voice in like the Charlie Kaufman type stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there's a lot of directors who stand out as directors, um, 
it's so much harder to do that as a writer. And I, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, they're doing both here. Boots Riley is doing both, but it's just nice to see something where the writing feels like it stands out without being also like dominating mm-hmm. uh, the plot at the same time. Like, cause that's, it's hard to do. It's hard to make that balance. So mm-hmm. it's just nice because I feel like that type of writing doesn't happen that often. It's really hard for that to be the case or it's really yeah. rare. Yeah. So whenever a new one happens, it's very exciting. Yeah, for sure. I'm a Virgo. If you haven't checked out the trailer, do it. Yeah, just watch it. It's going to be on Prime. Yeah. To quote My Emperor goodness. Palpatine, do it. <laughs> um, so you em- get doing stuff. Emperor Palpatine's Nikes. Hmm. <laughs> Has anybody made that shirt? Just do it. <laughs> Nikes, Emperor Palpatine and Nikes. Someone whip that up for us. Get sure. a get a get a fucking AI or something to do it. I don't care. It's fine. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Should we name producers? We should. We should. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Big thank you to Deborah is awesome. Barbara is great and cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Driftless, a.k.a. Goochcock. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handfuls. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to Ombre, the Mexican-American ninja says, Mabel, step on me. Thank you. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net. Issue one is now free. Issue two releases in June. Thank you. Thank you to James Cameron's Prolapse Locomotive. Thank you. Chew, chew. Hmm. Thank you to Chris Shanovich. Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Ooh. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Defoe's Confusingly Large Dick. Chill. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Yes. Thank you to musical guest Rob Ritchie. Nice. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Yes. Yes. All right. Speaking of yes, yes, here's the opposite of yes. The word being no. No. Uh, they're making the Madden movie. No. <laughs> there is so many things. This no. is one where it's like the, Madden this movie. Is a perfect I'm like, oh. Storm. This, yeah, this is a perfect storm of horseshit. <laughs> right. This is like, this feels like they made it up. This is like, there's going to be a Madden movie. Okay. Um, okay. Not impressed. But you haven't heard the best part. Directed by David O. Russell. Well, hold on. It's, it's like, there, there. It's like there's going to be a mad movie. Okay. No, yeah. about, oh, no, no, no. About the video game. Oh. Oh. Directed right. by David O. Russell. Really? Huh. Is this? Are they punishing him for Amsterdam? Not the the fucked up shit he did in his his life. Um, yeah. But they're like, you have to do the Madden movie now. Yeah. Don't see a David O. Russell film. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's like. <sighs> <laughs> for um, sure don't do that but yeah i just you know i'm why not make a movie about john madden like there was a guy who uh legendary nfl coach he had a uh an a, 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 a interesting life he became this hugely popular uh, media figure after he retired he's the face of this massive franchise and all this other stuff why are they the, the instinct to ignore that the human story and make a movie about the creation of this product 
behind which there is not an interesting story, by the way. It's just, yeah. hey, John Madden, would you like to put your face on this video game for some money? Yes, I would. This is another late stage capitalism example, yeah. in my opinion. We talked about this on other episodes, yeah. but the fact that studios, like it's, it really is the end stage of how we don't enjoy, we enjoy corporations and brands more than we Products. seem to artists now when it comes to movies to the point that like, or movies and entertainment to the point that these studios have lost the the thread completely. And it's just like, oh, we, we can make these heroic movies about, fucking brands like creating products yeah this is just a really i I, again i like i almost didn't want to talk about this because it feels like there's nothing new to say but it's like indies obviously are going to be okay but in terms of blockbusters and like corporate filmmaking like my goodness what a shitty fucking era yeah I'm starting. Yeah, it's starting to feel like fucking the 2000s all over again. I don't know. Yeah, it's 2006 all over again. Yeah, yeah, we got real. The 20 2005s have real 2006 energy so far (laughs) with this shit. Some real dark, dark days for movies. Uh, Honestly, that would scan because that shit tends to happen after weird tragedies, Um, and uh, a lot of people died in this country. because of the pandemic sure like did. We, yeah and so like i don't know uh maybe there's a pattern there maybe there's a pattern that how we cope with stuff um but whatever the case i'm not gonna see this movie no, if it even gets made right if it even gets made yeah. there's so many layers of why not to see this movie yeah so many so let's um, move on Something I will watch is uh, they're talking, they're teasing uh, that there is, in fact, going to be a live action Miles Morales movie. This is, I would file this under no shit, you know, yeah. like where else were they going to go with with the Speedermans? Like that's, this is it, you know, like they're, they're working on Spider-Man 4 and it's weird. It would be weird if Miles Morales isn't in that one, you know? Yeah. Or if they, it's it, all, it, maybe they'll just do his own movie. I don't know, but. Yeah, I think that it's just the best way to do it, right? Is they like just the way Marvel and Sony and these superhero stuff goes is they'll probably bleed into each other because they love doing that. Yeah, like they, they couldn't it. even. They love it. it makes them yeah, so like, much money, Dave. They did that with X Men, you know, like where yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> yeah, and honestly, I don't know. Spider Man's. It's weird how saturated we are with Spider Man, and it's also weird how good it's all been. Yeah. Like, like it's weird, right? Like, I th- Well, I think Spider-Man, to me, and this is completely subjective, obviously, I feel like Spider-Man just lends himself to more personal, more emotional, emotionally satisfying yeah. or resonant stories that are just like more, I don't know, more like relatable. And it's like Spider-Man's not yes. like, because like, I love Batman, but God, Batman's such a drag. <laughs> really like, he's su- He's <laughs> such a little fucking Probably. maniac and he's... He hates being a person. So it's like there's yeah. only so much brooding and and agonizing weird self-hatred that I can withstand in my in my uh, escapism because I do enough of that myself. So it's nice to have somebody like Spider-Man who is very a different reaction to tragedy. Yeah. There's also this element of like Spider-Man 
has a very specific set of powers that's very weird. Like in a vacuum, when you think when you try to explain Spider-Man to like aliens, they'd be like, "That's disgust." What? What? Why would you do that? But they seem to have created the system where like you can just slap those powers on another character, and we're like, "Bam, new Spider-Man," you know? Uh, and it works. And like I think it's the 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 powers are really good because they're oddly specific. They have rules to them. Like, it feels like Spider-Man isn't... Like, Iron Man, I always felt like he can just, like, have a gun for whatever he needs. You well, know they, what I mean? They, 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 Yeah, they started to get real real yeah. Batman 66 with Iron Man. Like, right. Or, or, and like, yeah, just... Or, I didn't want to say lazy, but it is just sort of like... He can just... He's like a Felix the Cat bag. He's just got whatever he needs right. for the situation. And, uh, there's a lot of those superheroes where I'm just like, I don't even know how they match up power-wise... I don't even know what they can and can't do, you know, what their limitations are. Spider-Man, they, they've sort of been like, he shoots webs <laughs> and he swings on the webs. That's it. <laughs> he fights well, you. That's more or less it, you know, like, that, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Where it's like, he has, he has a very specific powers that I don't feel like they can make him do anything he wants. Um, and they keep using these, younger underdog type characters and slapping the spider powers on that makes it appealing like you were saying so Mm -hmm. like i don't know it's just it's weird how not sick of spider-man i am like i i just assume i would be more sick of spider-man right now i got to a a part a point with the andrew garfield movies like after spider-man oh yeah that was was a bummer i didn't even go see the first one in the theater because i was like nope i'm done well, yeah, the problem, they had some, like, they were trying to, they are trying to Dark Knight that. That was of an era, right? That was very where much they, of an era, you're right. You're totally yeah, right. Yeah, they were trying to make, like, gritty Spider-Man, and it was like, well, that's not it's, what you it's do. It's a mistake. It's a big mistake. It's a big mistake, so. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm glad uh, they're, you know, I think the only other thing I can say about a Miles Morales movie is, like, yeah, it's about time. It's weird there wasn't already one. Oh, um, yeah, of course. Uh, there was somebody else in this uh, article, the Variety article that you posted, where they say that they're also going to do a Spider-Woman um, animated movie, like a solo oh, movie cool. for her. That's And that's what they call the Spider-Gwen, Gwen Stacy Spider-Man right. in the comics. They're calling her Spider-Woman. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, that would be cool, too. Yeah. Um, again, the more the merrier. I'll watch all Weirdly these movies. Enough. I don't care. Give them to me. Yeah. Can't wait for the fucking game, too. I'm so excited oh, for the man, game. the new game. Looks solid. Um, <clears throat> moving on to things that I could do with less of. Uh, they're making another Insidious spinoff. Uh, I, I, this one has, I would call it a, a catch, a little, a little hook. A hook. Uh, yeah, because it it's starring Mandy Moore and Camille Nanjiani. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess I will see that. Thank All right. you. One, just to please. know why yeah <laughs> honestly it's the best idea they've come up with in a while yeah. because i watched so i watched conjuring 2 the other day and i know it's technically not the same universe but that movie lost its charm like i think um like that movie's kind of silly uh now watching it again when the nun runs out of the painting like i laughed uh it's 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 kind of of its time already and the insidious movies yeah it definitely wasn't as scary as the first one the first one's good um but like and same with the first insidious and i would argue the second insidious i like the second one too as well yeah yeah because they thought about it in a smart way um it it 
it feels like the uh, we're grouping them together because it's James Wan. Um, and it feels like he had an idea for Insidious 1 and 2, and he had an idea for The Conjuring. And then after that, it all got real sloppy. Well, I think Lee, uh, Lee Wannell wrote the two Insidiouses and then also The Conjuring. Oh, oh, well, there you go. But I mean, they're, very good. they're collaborators, so I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm sure James Wan was not didn't have didn't have no input, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh for sure. But the rest of them are feeling very like you know, churning them out, very um yeah, assembly line where it's just like, "Ah, here's a scare. What what scare are we got? Ah, the camera pans this way and then it pans back and there's a thing there. Ah, we got our scare. Okay. Like you know, they're not it just doesn't feel like there's much trying anymore. Um I think I watched I didn't watch the last one. I watched like the last key. Is that one of the insidious ones? It is. Yeah. Um, I, and that was one of the flattest fucking like horror movies I had watched. Oh, that's a shame. I don't think I've seen any after the second one. Yeah. You really don't need to. Um, I, it, uh, there's one called the red door. Did that, did I see that one? No, That's the Patrick Wilson one that directed one that's coming out this summer. Oh, okay. Well, I hope that's good because I love Patrick Wilson. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll I'll go to my grave loving him. Mm-hmm. Um, the last gonna, key I want that I just... on my headstone actually. Yeah, <laughs> went to went to my grave loving Patrick Wilson. Yeah, put it put it on there. Put it on there. But yeah, yeah it's like my epitaph. I I think it's also just that it's like I don't know. It's like those Exorcist sequels where it's like yeah, there's some good things here and there, but I don't know. Just make more different. Just make movies. a different movie. It was weird to keep returning to the same family after yeah the store the initial storyline sort of got wrapped up yeah they so. aren't the worst uh, although the conjuring the devil made me do it was that's the worst yeah that really lost its way oof yeah this oof. whole wrapped up the nun universe here the nun verse i'm gonna call it the nuniverse yeah but that's again not insidious i keep confusing the two but uh, there's a reason why is because they all feel blended the same you know? movie yeah all that said I want to see what specifically Camille Nanjiani has to say about a, a horror movie that just delights me. Yeah. Um, so I'll watch the shit out of this. I hope it's good. You know, I want, you know, I want it to be good. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on this? No. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Hopefully they'll add, I don't know, maybe if they add another um, interesting name to the cast, it'll, it'll, sweeten the pot even more yeah 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 maybe it'll be like the big sick again where it's in the coma but she's in the upside down or whatever because isn't wasn't big sick also a coma and insidious is a coma they're both coma films right i, I didn't Am see I the right? big sick oh <gasps> you should see the big sick tom it's very good yeah maybe <laughs> i will okay good talk maybe good talk. i will dave <laughs> All right. We have more producers to thank. We do. Big thank you to Norm from Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Pete Pete for Pagel. Thank Thank you. Thank you to Numenol Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti Disestablishment Terrianism Jones. Thank Thank you. Thank you to pre order TikTok superstar Jason Parsons. New book, Zoe is Too Drunk for This Dystopia. Pre orders are super important. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you to RevMD. Thank you so much. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you so much. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you. Thank you to Sorry Cop, World's Most Laughable Centrist. Thank you. 
Thank you to Steven. Thank you so much. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Mm, thank you. Thank all you. Right. All right, all right. Let me take the wheel. Thank you to the Midnight Patron with patrons at midnight. Thank you. Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage. Thank you. Thank you to the Tubi Terror Bunny says to watch the Barbarian Brothers oeuvre. All right. <laughs> thank you to the seven bees thank you thank you to tiger george pratt thompson raindrops keep falling on my head thank you thank you to tip drizzle of course thank you to chucks tux thank you to vincent with a y thank you to why don't you take a flying fuck at the moon thank you thank you to your mom thank you and thank you to Zzz, because pie guy liked being last Mm-hmm. That's an Last. alphabet joke. It is. It Dave, is an alphabet joke. What? Speaking of alphabet jokes. Oh no. Do you have a movie that deserves more? Hype? <laughs> 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 that, yeah, that works. Really threw that um, one away. Yeah, I have two, two movies. Ooh. Yeah, and I chose Our two run because is over Dave. I honestly don't. One of them is already out, and so I felt like it wasn't fair. Um, the other one is awaiting distribution, so it's like both sides of the spectrum. <clears throat> one you can watch right now, and one you can watch in a year, maybe. Uh, the first one's called Violet, and I don't know, man. This is a horror movie. It's only got one review, and the review was based off of a... Um, they got a copy without like a final sound editing cut and shit. Um, so that's, they got like a work print, um, and they seem to think it's very good. It's about a, um, it's hard to say it's a woman who I think lost her daughter or there's some sort of family tragedy because she also has a daughter. Um, it it seems like like the daughter was abducted or something. Right. And it's like this weird, like heightened reality, like fantasy horror world that she's navigating. And that's kind of all I got from this trailer. Other than the fact that it looks fucking creepy and weird. Yeah. Um, it looks like really atmospheric and everybody's kind of like a maniac in the trailer. Um, these like weird ghoulish smiles on these people. Um, and it just looks like a really like cool visual horror movie. Kind of remind me of Marianne on Netflix a little bit. And that the, I just got this like really like just disturbing supernatural vibe from it yeah um yeah i agree with that marianne comparison for sure because it's a lot of a lot of the creepiness from the trailer is just purely performance based it's not like an effect or a, it's just the way the actors are are performing and, and saying and, and doing things with their faces and shit it's just unsettling um as you can probably tell the narrative here is a bit difficult to parse right because um, the trailer the trailer doesn't reveal much it's just no, the review it's a lot the of review is saying um like one of the things is violet dares us to look away as one mother comes to terms with the murder of her child so i'm guessing a child is murdered based on that um seems and like a the good killer, guess based on that information yeah and it sounds like the killer is still loose um and is and and so like I don't know. You you, you kind of have to like just Google Violet 2022 trailer to see what we're talking about because it just looks like really fucking dreamy and weird uh, and creepy. Um, and it, it's um, uh, yeah. I, I'm getting. I'm into this trailer. Uh, I I am getting the feeling like this movie is going to be more vibes. 
Yeah. Also, apparently the town is um, has a bunch of missing children is the idea. So it's like it's almost like it where it's like there's something wrong with the town or maybe there's something wrong with this woman. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, maybe this is how she's perceiving the world. Um, but I think the idea is she's all right. So I think the idea is her daughter is missing or dead and she's w- looking around this town like anybody could be the person. Oh. Um, I yeah, think that that's a make, premise in there. That would be interesting. Yeah, and I think maybe there's this psychological aspect. I'm just, uh, this is guessing uh, completely here. Um, other than to say that it's filled with some terrifying fucking imagery yeah. and performances. Yes. It's mostly performance. Like you said, it's not like jump scares, All the at least in the trailer, it's all people looking like just really fucking creepy. Yeah. Including the main character. Like, everybody just looks off and weird. Yeah. Nobody's behaving uh, quite right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's I'm just super unsettling. interested. In, yeah. Yeah, I'm super interested in, like, what the fuck this could be. Um, it looks pretty indie, but it looks well made. Um, so, Violet. That's number one. Number two is called <clears throat> Influence. This is on Shutter right now. This isn't like a it's it's a fairly small movie only in that it seems like an indie film, but it's um it just looks like a really solid mystery thriller based on the reviews. It's about a woman who is in fact an influencer who goes who travels abroad um and meets this um other woman who seems very quiet and mysterious. Um when you know she gets uh she's in thailand by the way but wouldn't you know her passports are all go missing or like a fire burns them so she can't leave and she's stuck there um as the reviews have been saying like this seems like it's a setup for like a movie like hostile but every trailer is like i can't say too much it's not that that's basically the vibe i'm getting is that it's a very twisty mystery thriller where like nobody is what they seem including the main character um, but that's the setup. And the trailer itself looks really good. It's a really well-made trailer. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? I was into this, actually. And I'm pretty stoked that I can watch this whenever I want. I yeah, like I, I want to watch this soon. Yeah, uh, I don't. There's a little bit more, but I don't really want to want to say it because I didn't want to spoil it for people who want to watch it. Um, other right. Then it brings more characters into it than you would expect, according to some of the reviews that yeah dave and i are perusing yeah so. yeah when I, the reviews are basically like listen the less you know the better uh it doesn't go the way you think yeah, it's just not the uh, movie you expect is what everybody says um yeah and the trailer is very well made as dave said um i'm i'm stoked to watch this yeah and shutter has pretty good track record with their original yeah. stuff <laughs> they sure do so this uh this is just a, yeah it's out right fucking now you can you can close this podcast and 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 it, it clackety clack influencer into shutter mm-hmm. and you'll get this movie and you can watch it and then you can tell me if it's any good <laughs> but it looks really good it does so those are that's it that's my movies that's, that deserve that's more it. hype dave you you went above and beyond this week you brought us two movies I deserve did. more hype and and deserve more hype they did um mm. and that's it we fulfilled our obligation dave that's a so ah, i didn't lose my we voice did it. we did it if anything oh, i gained man. a voice huh 
I said, if anything, I gained a voice. An extra voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a ghost, nobody. Thanks for being on. Uh, I I think we did plug, this bit. Nothing. I think no, no. Nothing. All right. We we have a Patreon. Tom, did you hear about this? Our Patreon. I did. I did hear about this. <laughs> I heard about this. It's uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. G A M E F U L L Y unemployed. You go on there for just five dollars a month. You get access to exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff watch Batman. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Star Trek: The Next Futurama. Spielboys. Those are all for five dollars a month. You get access to all of them. Uh, for a little more, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Last movie night, we watched two Star Wars, the the good ones, um, A New Hope and fucking Empire. Yeah, you know um, the ones. Yeah, and we watched. We've been we've been dabbling in the idea of watching good movies every now and then. But we have a lot of fun. It's very communal. Uh, we get together. We we talk. We we live. We laugh. We love. Mm-hmm. And we, we learn. And we learn. And we watch movies. <laughs> Yeah. We look at movies. Yeah. Um, we also have a store. Head over to GameFlyUnemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So, you know, slap your your mead influencer peepers onto that. Yeah, whap your hog on it. <laughs> your wild hog. Yeah, whap your hogs, folks. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I guess that's the sure. That's the lesson of the day. And if you I'm, don't have a hog, I mean, everybody has like, uh, there. Everybody has a hog inside of them, in their souls. Within you are two hogs, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we doing? I don't know. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.